not the podcast to be listening to in the car with your kids. Um, it's definitely not PG. Maybe a conservative grandmother or mother wouldn't exactly appreciate the language because I cuss a lot. Sorry, not sorry. But I do hope this brings you a little LOL moment, makes you think, honey, roller coaster of emotions. Hold on to your nipples. We're about to enter 30 Paws. Raise your hand if you FaceTime your friends and you're like, okay, I'm only going to talk to them for like 15 minutes and then I got to go. And then all of a sudden, an hour and a half later, you're like, I just drank three quarters bottle of wine and I feel fulfilled. Any hands? Any hands? Okay, great. I'm not alone. We're fucking living, laughing, and loving. Thank you so much for coming back, tuning in to Tori Pua's Haney. Um, it's been it's been a week. It's been a couple of weeks, actually. Honestly, I always say, and this is from one of my top five favorite movies of all time, Almost Famous, Cameron Crowe, you did the damn thing. Um... It's from Almost Famous, and I just, it was like one of my biggest takeaways from that movie. It's so influential to me, and it's when Kate Hudson just says, it's all happening. It's all happening. And ladies and gentlemen, more ladies than gentlemen, more femmes than ladies. I don't know. I'm just saying, um, it's all happening, and it's always, always happening. Do you know what I mean? So I'm just going to give you a rundown, like, of what the haps. What the haps with Heather. Okay, so a couple weeks ago, um, my mom wanted to do just, like, a rendezvous um, of a trip to, like, her hometown slash lake. Um, so we went to Silver Beach, which she grew up on the lake, like, next to them, but could, like, paddleboard there or whatever. I don't really know. But um, we went to Silver Beach, Michigan, and a lot of Chicagoans um, go to Silver Beach. It's it's absolutely, it's gorgeous. It's so nice. It's so well taken care of. It's so green. It's so lush. It's a beautiful little town slash city that we had the best time. Um, I spent $350 in one boutique, and I said, bitch, put your wallet away. Well, what happened was she actually just lost the whole wallet. Like, I really put it away and lost my entire wallet. So that happened. But other than that, the weekend was a gas. (laughs) It was an actual really great time. Um, So if you're ever in the Michigan, Indiana, Chicago area um, and you need, like, I need to get by water, I need to just go on a beach, go to Silver Beach in Michigan, in St. Joe, Michigan, um, no regrets, no regrets at all. It's absolutely gorgeous. And goddamn, the whole state of Michigan is just fucking gorge. Don't sleep on Michigan. Now it's crazy. Don't get me wrong. It's absolutely nutsies. You know, there's, there's, they've got their fair shares of nutcases, but what state doesn't, you know what I mean? But, um, gorge. Highly recommend. That's all. And really, that's my thoughts on the whole state of Michigan. 
moving on. Um, y'all know my girl Jackie came and visited me last two weeks. I should say two weeks ago now. Um, we loved that, and I can't wait to see her again. That was such a good time. A, I'll be in uh, Washington, D.C. Labor Day weekend, so I'm super jazzed about that. Um, I haven't been to D.C. since I was in eighth grade. So, bitch, it's time. I haven't even been to the city in my whole adulthood. Been to the airport, but that doesn't count. You know what I mean? So, I'm very excited. I think we're going to have a good time. And um, I'm always, you know, girl... I'm down to clown. I'm down to clown. I'm down to explore. Honey, stay up till 5 a.m. in some random city. Y- you know, it is what it is. Um, so, anywho, I wanted to kind of talk about uh, uh, <laughs> this segment. Let's talk about me. No. Um, I really wanted to talk about um, how sometimes we're on such an up and up. With our growth, our journey, our health, our wellness, fucking all of it. Okay. Um, but can we talk about just slipping a little bit? You know? She's Capricorn. She's out here climbing these mountains. Climbing these mountains of self-love. I had to just do a deep release the particles breath on that because that shit's real. So the Capricorn's out here climbing the mountain of self-love and acceptance while simultaneously trying to be her physical best self. But she's been slipping, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna lie. And it's been happening. That's the truth, Ruth. Um, this is a lifelong journey with no end in sight. And I don't say that in a pessimistic way. I say that in a realistic way to kind of frame my own perspective. But shit, is this, is this truly, this is truly just a testament of like, it's the the journey, not the destination sort of situation. And that's hard. That's so fucking hard for us who's lived and I, honey, I know I'm preaching to the choir, especially with just getting feedback from the listeners. Like, we have lived in a culture and a society that has pushed their own ideals of what beauty is down our throats our entire lives. It's vain. It's superficial in a lot of ways. But, like, I'm being real. Like, I want to live, you know, my to be my best physical self, but, like, at times I'll just look at my, and I do, I look at pictures, and I'm like, God, Heather, you're 26, you're 27, of course you're in your physical peak, bitch, you were, you just went through hell, a hellacious toxic relationship, of course you got really skinny, (laughs) you know, like, I think just, I think my almost 35-year-old self at this point in my life, I'm just kind of like, yeah, that was a different time. My body is different now. Like, it's just all about going through the peaks and valleys. The peaks and valleys of it all. What's so funny is that the other day, just aimlessly browsing on Instagram, like we all do. I mean, come now. We all do. 
And um, I'm going through Instagram and I come by uh, B. Simone's um, page. She is a comedian. I mean, she definitely got like internet famous. And I think now she's on like Wild and Out. Like she's she's doing it. She's she has a beauty brand. Um, honey, she's she said, let me do the damn thing. Let me let me be somebody. I'm here for it. Um. So, anyways, she's a person I followed for a while on Instagram because I just find her funny. And this was before all of that. And she recently gone through, I think what she gone through is a breakup. So, now, bitch, honey, she's on that healing journey. Whoo! And she is putting that healing journey out there. And I applaud her for doing it because I think as people who, that's a slippery slope. Okay, that's a slippery slope for me because I feel like a part of me who are people who got, for a lack of better words, who got famous, who got their success off the internet. I feel like a lot of those people feel obligated to explain their whole life journey, right? I feel like they feel obligated to let you know they have bought a house. They have had a kid. They have entered a new relationship. They have all these things when it comes to their own personal lives. Because they were willing and able to be so vulnerable before. And then now this is their perception, their perception excuse me, of how people should view them. And what they think is the expectations of their followers. Honey, I'm going to tell you right now, a bitch could never be an influencer. I'll be damned if I'm putting my personal life on YouTube. (laughs) Oh, bitch. That makes me laugh just thinking about it. Because that's how far off that would happen. Okay? So, any hootie hey, I think think B is... I, th- I applaud her for open. I, I don't have that. I don't have that courage journey or what have you. But she, you know, she gone through, she went through a breakup and like, honey, that shit rocks you. Male, female, whomever you want to identify with, that rocks you. So it's peaks and valleys. And she posted a video of her working out and you know she's trying to get fit and tight and bitch aren't we all and you could tell she's emotionally very drained very drained and in this one I I think it's like a reel or a video or what have you and she posted it she put it out there but she was just like I think I'm gonna cry I think I'm gonna cry I think I'm gonna cry right in the middle of my workout and I was like oh bitch don't cry like I don't know like I just she she just having like she had to keep telling herself that she loves her body she loves herself she you know all these things and then and then she just had a like a breakdown and she was like yep I cried during my workout that's what happens but I'm okay and I'm like she's doing the work shout out to be Simone bitch I see you doing the work honey and it's not easy. But I applaud you. Because that was that was courageous. Because 
I see the comments and people would be talking shit about her. That's another thing. It's like, I don't understand how somebody would ever go online and literally spend more than two minutes on talking to shit about someone they don't personally know. I find that so wild, like publicly, you know? Like, for example, like, I'll comment on, like, silly stuff or, you know, for, you know, today they saw, they show, like, Kylie Jenner and, and Travis Scott um, bought their daughter or had their daughter have a school bus experience or something like that. And I just thought to myself, like, that's kind of crazy because I'm pretty sure that little girl wanted a whole bus full of kids, but she got a big old empty school bus because her parents are rich as fuck. Like, that's crazy. Like, that was my comment, and I moved on. Like, I'm not sitting out here, like, bashing people. Like, I don't understand trolls of the Internet whatsoever. That's not my journey. But at any rate, um, shout out to B. Simone. Honey, you're doing the work. We see you. I love you. We see you, and I love you. And I think you're great. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. At this point, I just feel like, well, I f I'm like, I'm doing this because – in my mind, I'm like, self-care, self-care, self-care. I have to take care of myself. I have to, you know, make sure I'm tracking my food. I have to work out. I work out more for my mental health than anything now. I'm like, honey, this isn't self-care. This self-care needs to be a part of my rhythm. Not, a, not my reward. <laughs> this is just a part of my rhythm. And I think I've really embraced working out in the mornings, getting my yoga in. I mean, y'all, I'm working out four or five times a week. Like, I'm in the gym, but I do it for my mental. Like, I have to do that shit for my brain health, okay? Um, listened to a really fantastic podcast, side note, speaking of brain health and wellness, brain health and wellness, um, if you don't listen to Sex with Emily, it's a fantastic podcast. Um, highly recommend this episode. This probably should be in what's really good, but it's not. But, like, I have a good flow, and I know this is a great recommendation, and, like, you're welcome, basically. So, we're a little out of sorts, off the beaten path, but we'll get back. You know me. I'll always circle back. Um, but this show... This podcast, it's called uh, Sex with Emily, and um, the episode that was premiered, um, it's called This is Your Brain on Sex with Dr. Daniel Amen. Holy shit. And she just, they really break it down on why examining your brain health rather than saying mental health is such a game changer, and we love that. So... Anyways, self-care, it needs to be part of my rhythm, not my reward. So, like, you know, doing things like, the, like putting on a mask, getting a pedicure, all of that's not really self-care. What's my self-care is just, like, is me doing, implementing those things in my life continuously because that's what serves me and I deserve it and getting up early and, like, breathing and drinking lemon water is self-care you know like being able to just like take a day off sleep in self-care okay so 
I just think we really need to focus on that. And, like, I'll get back in it. Like, I'm back in tracking my food and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But uh, peaks and valleys, bitch. That's where she's at. So I wanted to talk about me. I got me out of there. I'd like to, to become even more compassionate with my physical self. Even when I'm not, you know, on my A game. I mean, I haven't slipped, slipped. But I'm slipping, you know. And that's where I'm at. And thanks for joining me on this uh, this journey of let's talk about me. <laughs> this last weekend, I went out with some suburban moms. My cousin, who's a self-proclaimed suburban mom, um, her and her friends were like, we're going to Margarita Fest. We have a ticket, blah, blah, I'm like, girl, I'm down to clown. Let's go. I love a mark. Bitch, you know I love a mark. There's just something about my love for suburban moms is it goes deep. It actually goes really hard because I'm a gem, you know, I'm a rare stone in these ladies eyes, 35, single, low kids, living in her mom's basement. Honey, she's a precious diamond. Okay. So they're interested in my life. Do you have a lot of sex? Do you have a lot of boyfriends? Yeah, la 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 la. And I'm just like, not at all. <laughs> no, I um, you know, it's just fun. It's fun being around people who are very unlike you. I get a lot of joy out of that. I learn a lot about of out of the whole experience. Um I might as well be like the ninth wonder of the world, according to you know, the great state of Indiana, um, seeming how I'm literally almost 35 single, no kids. Um, but they are just fascinated, um, with my life and I'm equally as fascinated with theirs because suburbia, have y'all seen the, the show weeds? Have y'all seen um, what other shows are about suburban moms? Desperate Housewives. Um, yeah. That's based on true stories. Okay. Like, I was like, okay, and who's effing what? And why are we doing this? And whose kid is in uh, Okay. Oh, right. It's, it's a lot, but I'm so intrigued because my Gemini moon loves a little gossip but here's the thing I don't know these people so I don't really care like I hold no fucks when I'm listening to this but I'm so entertained by it do you know what I mean I'm like what is this oh my god and she said what and honey I am going to be in the conversation I am no stand buyer I'm in the conversation but do I know these people absolutely not do I give a fuck about these people in hindsight mm, probably not you know because like let's be real like of course I'm not a cold-hearted person like I like them but do I really know know who they're talking about not really so do I give a fuck girl no I don't but it's so entertaining to me I love y'all suburban moms. You guys light my fucking fire. I'm coming over. We're holding book club. We're discussing growth. We're discussing, you know, it's just going to be an evening of like Brene Brown, charcuterie, wine, 
maybe a little LOL and a tear. I don't know. We're going to go through the whole spectrum. I just want suburban moms to know. Like, if you need the, the gem, the rare stone that I'm in, just out of pure curiosity and entertainment, I will come over because what you do for me, I do for you. And we help each other. You know what I mean? So let me help you help. Help me help you. Help you help me. It is what it is. Shout out to the suburban moms. I love y'all. Fucking nuts. <laughs> love it. What's good? Really good. I want to talk about what's really good. I mean, of course, you know, we started this segment three quarters of the way through season one. Um, but I'm loving, y'all know, I'd I be loving some what's really good. So um, the past few days I've been listening to this book. It's called Do Less. And the author's name is, pulling up my audible, Kate Northrup. Okay, so... Kate's, Kate's a game changer for me in a lot of ways. I'm actually really enjoying this book. And let me kind of get into it. First of all, the title is called Do Less. Bitch, I want to keep doing less. I don't want to keep doing more. I'm tired. <laughs> Who wants to keep doing more? Why? Tired. I'm tired. So, the... Um, the recommendation actually popped up on my Pinterest, and I was like, oh, do less. I love doing less. What's this? So that's where that came from. Then I was like, oh, I have an Audible credit. Like, let me, like, get it together. I was kind of searching and yearning for um, a new book and and something. It really, for me, guys, I mean, for me, my morning rituals of, you know, going to the gym, driving there, getting ready, listening to my book all throughout those times and getting, you know, that whole thing is so fucking important to me because my alone time is so cherished, especially now more than it has been um, in these recent years. And I love being alone. I love being alone. So, being able to just be in my car and listening to a book, um, getting ready, isolated, no noise, but, you know, the author reading their words, like, it's a true happy moment for me. I get so much out of it and so many takeaways. And I've gotten so many takeaways um, from Do Less by uh, Kate Northrup, which wants me to now read her other book about money because <laughs> bitch I'm a Capricorn I have a complex relationship with money and stability but that's neither here nor there so do less it's really about how we view time as linear when really it's a circle because the time will always come back to us that hit me so hard on so many levels and how we see um, our senses 
And yes, this is getting like really deep, but think about it. Some people see a color and it makes them feel, you know, emotionally. But it also it can like make them think of a smell. It can make them, it's like a sensory sort of thing, right? So when she goes into the fact that like her vision, her perception of time was always linear. Like if you think of like an actual timeline from... 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. I'm going to work out. From 6 a.m. to 7.30 in the morning, I'm going to make breakfast and get the kids ready and out to school. You know, like by 7.30 to 8.30, I'm getting ready for work. I'm Then 8.30 to 9, I'm on the road. By 9 a.m., I'm at work. And then I'm at work from 9 to 5. You know what I mean? Like we all look and we all do it. These are our schedules. Even our agendas or our planners that... I don't know about y'all, but I love me a fucking planner. Ooh, honey, love me a planner. And mine came with stickers. Oh, bitch. Anyways, that's either here or there. I, I just, we look at that. 10 a.m. I have this. 11 a.m. I have this. From 1 to 2, I'm here. From 3 to 5, I'm here. We all look at time as a linear thing when really... We need to be looking at it, or we don't need to be looking. I mean, whatever floats your fucking boat. But her percep- her perception and what she was thinking was, time is always going to be circular. Time is always going to be coming back to me. And once I realized, she was like, basically, like, once I realized that, you know, I was able to be like, yes, there isn't enough time in today, but we'll get to it tomorrow. And... And just completely, it just changed her whole perception. Please read the book because sometimes I gather so much information from these books that I read, I should say listen to, that it's kind of hard for me to summarize. But I'm, I'm doing my best. Also, doing my best is going to be on some 30 pass, 30 pass, 30 PS. <laughs> it's going to be on some 30 pause, um merch swag whatever I'm gonna be doing with that it's coming up but like I haven't said I'm doing my best more than I have in the past month so there's that doing my best with describing do less um it's just the intricacies of being a woman and how our bodies our energy levels are affected by the moon and the lunar cycle And when, like, that word, and she mentioned it in the book, she was like, it's like that word lunatic. Like, people, it's, it's the origin, the base of the word is lunar. Like, you're a lunatic, you know? Like, you're, you know, you're basing your, how you feel and all your emotions and how nature and is taking over where you're at in this moment in time and how it's so much affected by the moon. Like, so... Literally, that's where the word lunatic comes from. So, it literally means someone who is affected by the moon. And I'm like, honey, I've been talking about my menstrual cycle being tapped into the moon cycle for a long time. I I guess I shouldn't say I've been talking about it because how the fuck would you know? Um, But I've been discussing it amongst close you know, friends and comrades and, um, like-minded people. And 
it's just finally someone who is so articulate can actually understand what it means, what moon cycles really mean, how they affect um, the nature of the female body is absolutely spot on and, and couldn't hold more truth for me. Um, and the data that came with her concepts and perception is just really freaking great. So I highly recommend, especially for mothers, Ooh, no matter if you have kids or not, obviously I don't have kids. So it, this is not, you know, something that I'm like, oh, it's for moms. I got to put it down. No, I picked it up. This is a phenomenal book. I'm so excited to finish it. I'm going to tell you more about it, but honey, she's in chapter four and I'm like, what's really good y'all do less, <laughs> do less by, uh, Kate Northrup. Cause it's just absolutely phenomenal. I can't, can't hype it up enough. So that's, what's really good. My friends. It's time to release the particles. Particles were releasing in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Yes. Two things I'd like to release the particles on. And let's talk about it. Okay. I want to release the particles on the fact that this Jeopardy host saga is really actually putting me through it. I watch Jeopardy daily Monday through Friday of course because I go hard for trivia I go hard for game shows my dream job one of them is to literally be a game show host on a nationally like level you know I feel like I can do it we can get there dream big or go home I guess I don't know anyways uh I love me a game show and so Jeopardy was and is very near and dear to my heart. And Alex Trebek and that fucking mustache, baby, was everything. Everything. Especially for us millennials, when that was the only game show that stayed consistent. That show and Wheel of Fortune, total 100% nostalgia. Just childhood nostalgia, truly. Um, but I want to release the particles on the fact that Mike, I think his name is, Mike, listen, we don't know you. You were an executive producer, which that's great for you. I'm happy for you. Um, but we don't know your ass. We don't care about your ass. We don't want your ass on our TVs period. Okay. Um, that's no shade, no tea, but we just don't know you. I'd much rather have Blossom. Come on. Katie Couric. Come on. I'd much rather have LaVar Burton reading Rainbow. Come on. You can't tell me LaVar is not the choice. So then, Mr. Mike, I don't even know if his name is Mike, but I'm calling him Mike. I have a gut feeling his name is Mike. Anyways, then Mike comes through. He's like, I'm going to be the host. I'm like, bitch said who? Who's the voting committee? Because these, us viewers, us loyal Jeopardy viewers, um, 
we don't know shit about you, and we don't care. Okay, bring back LeVar Burton. We want a PBS Reading Rainbow moment. Shit. So then he was like, oh, never mind, I'm not going to be the host now because I said some crazy things on a podcast. Mm. I don't know, Mike. It's all fishy to me, buddy. It's all real fishy to me. Um, who said what and what'd you say? And um, I'm sure, you know, if people listen to this podcast, I may not get a future game show host gig. I don't know. I'm very honest about my story, who I am, and I own my mistakes. Anyways, I don't know, Mike. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you for no longer being the host because we never wanted you to be a host anyways. Okay? Okay. Releasing in three, two, one. I have one more release the particle. I mean, honey, she could release all day, but let's be real. Um, I have one more release the particle for the day. Excuse me. Goodness gracious. I think we really, as millennials, we really need to stop working for people who don't give a shit about us. Ooh, let's talk about it. (laughs) Let's talk about it. I have had one, one job. It wasn't even full time. They didn't offer me benefits because they couldn't. It was a nonprofit. Um... That they actually gave a shit about me. One. Y'all, I have had a plethora of jobs since I was 15 years old. So more than half my life. And there is not one of these mofos that actually give a shit. And that's the God honest truth. And I think at this time in our lives, we really need to just focus on giving them the absolute bare minimum. Just enough to get by. And focus on what makes us happy. Because <laughs> these hoes don't give a shit. These hoes ain't loyal. At all. Okay? And that's the truth, Ruth. You know? It's like, I I saw this meme. It triggered me because it was just so factual. That I was just like, oh, this is the best ever. So this was the tweet. This was the original tweet. Right? And at I'm not JK. Um, Jordan Kong. Unpopular opinion. The best thing young people can do early in their careers is to work on the weekends. Okay. Carrie Hernandez. Come through at eating in my car. Carrie, I'll be eating in my car too, girl. Anywho's Carrie then goes, the best thing you can do early in your career is realize no company will ever care about you and your and you will ever care about you. And you should work as little as you need to in order to get by and not give them even one extra second of your life. Honey, Mike, drop right there mic drop y'all don't give a shit i've seen people who are loyal to a company 17 18 20 25 years and they've completely shitted on them 
and then they were out of a job. I've seen it firsthand. Witnessed it. These motherfuckers don't give a shit about you. Let's be real. So when I go back to the same old so the same old story of like nothing matters and nobody cares, I don't say that to be cynical. I really don't. I say that in the sense of like no one is ever going to look out for you but you. And that's on God. So do the job because we have to because it's a means to an end. But by all means, baby, don't give a shit about it because they don't give a shit about you. And that's it for Release the Particles. Let's keep releasing. As always, thank you so much for joining me for another episode. I just want you guys to know the next two episodes, a little sneak peek. Sorry, I have the hiccups. Um, A little sneak peek is you're going to hear my 30 pause moment. My 30 pause story. Um, hold Hold on to your nipples because she's got to get vulnerable. But it is my story and I have to own it. It's my truth. And um, I'm excited for you to share so that we can really conclude uh, season one with a true nice little button of 20 episodes. And of course of me sharing my true 30 pause moment. These hiccups are serious so I have to go. Um, But I love y'all. Thanks for listening. As always, like, share, enjoy comment and live love love toodles